Tell me, though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. My name is Connor McKenna. And I'm Carl Stowe. And, to, yeah, I'd say we're <laughs> back, but we're never really gone for that long. I think we're gone for like a month at most. And that's only because real life gets in the way. That's so, like, I, I, I got slapped with jury duty and that sucked. And that lasted a month, hence why we're back now. And, yeah, it's pretty hard to get uh, all of us into one thing as well. Well, it's the only part, because Rebecca's not here, so we're not all here, I guess. But, yeah. So, we are going to cover the Immortal Iron Fists 2 and 3 later on, because uh, this issue just came out, and I personally feel like it takes priority, and it's just one issue, so. Yes. Yeah, and we'll be doing an episode on the Defenders, as per some requests. Uh, that will be now, coming at some point. Comic book or the Netflix? No, uh, the show. <laughs> if people requested the comic book, I would say no. <laughs> Come on. So no, I'm not not doing it. I cannot do Daredevil after they one more date him. Too pissed <laughs> off. Too annoyed. Like that ruined Spider-Man for me. Still ruined. And no, no, not happening. Um, anyway, so we're covering Iron Fist number seven today with an awesome awesome cover very celestial <laughs> yeah no I, I love it it's a creepy emperor palpatine guy and he's controlling danny and shang chi like puppets and you got like a weird uh, background and there's like stars and stuff like stargate or something going on back there it's cool yeah, it's all celestial. Uh, so yeah, no, awesome cover, really well drawn. I'm pretty sure Shang Chi. No, he doesn't have a mustache. That's just the shadow, I think, yep. from his. Um, just some five o'clock shadow. <laughs> Danny's got a pretty big bulge going on. That's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> so yep. Uh, Shang Chi's so, bone look like looks like it would hurt. <laughs> I don't know what's since going it's been a. Yeah. Anyway, since it's been a month since the last issue, I'll just read the recap really quickly. Uh, Danny Ren's journey home from a Kung Fu tournament on Li Shi was interrupted when his plane was attacked by a mysterious group known collectively as the Sight. They are being mind-controlled by the group's leader, the Seer, and are manipulated and manipulated into attempting to kill Iron Fist. Shang-Chi showed up to help his friend, but he too fell under the sway of the Seer. Ed Brisson is the writer, Mike Perkins is the artist, Andy Troy is the colorist, VC's Travis Lanham is the letterer, and Jeff Decal, Decal, uh, I'm sorry, is the cover artist. Not going to read out all the suits. Yeah. They don't deserve credit. Um, oh, okay, well, some of them might, but I'm pretty sure they don't. Anyway, we're in the warehouse hideout of the Se- Seer, and we have the Seer beckoning Shang-Chi, whose head looks like it's on fire, uh, to kill Iron Fist and Danny's in a monologuing how this isn't good because he is uh, grabbed by all these people and Shang-Chi is looking angry in yes. a 
NetherRealm Liu Kang kind of way. So, yeah. Uh, Danny's trying to talk sense into Shang-Chi. And he's, you know, putting out some lame dialogue, in my opinion. I thought uh, the second panel was funny. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it didn't do it for me. While he's yeah. going, come on, Shang-Chi, it's me, your buddy, Iron Fist. Old Fisty. Wait, please don't call me that. <laughs> I don't want you to... F- uh, you don't want to fight me. Sears possessed you. You can fight against it. And the seer is like, he is beyond your reach now, Daniel Rand. He is mine. He will do as I wish. And he's trying and to push further yeah, and help and change. He gets, a, he gets a kick in the face for his efforts. Uh, uh, if specifically, uh, the technique is called Nightmare of 1000 Midnight's Kick, which is a pretty awesome name. Thunk, Danny goes on the ground. Uh, the art's top notch as usual. Oh, Some yes. weird faces, but, uh, you know. And Danny goes, I understand why Captain America can always talk someone into digging deep and overcoming their possession. I swear I've seen it do it a hundred times. But I give it a whirl and all I get is a kick in the jaw. And everyone's like, talk, 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 you talk too much. And. She's got some creepy yellow eyeballs. Yeah. Representing the possession. Then Iron Fist comes around with a flaming karate chop. We don't get a name for this one, unfortunately. It's just an open hand strike, pretty much. And, uh, yep, so they. The quip of, you just told me that a half hour ago on the Talk Too Much comment. Yeah, I'm sick of these Danny quips. They're really annoying. I've never liked them. Um, I'm trying to push more. Towards making him like Spider-Man and Deadpool. You, we already have quippy people. Like, when did Danny become quippy exactly? Because uh, believe it or not, I'm gonna say the other Defenders run where he was kind of the bankroll. I think it yeah. was twelve or sixteen issues. Uh, he was he was the comic relief in that. Right. It was still a really good run, but I think. If that's the earliest, I think it would go back to Immortal Iron Fist. He was pretty quippy in that, which is one of the things, which is like the only thing that really annoyed me about that run. Is he was constantly running his mouth. And they pointed out in that as well. Yeah. Which, and that's really created the misconception that Danny is like a super lighthearted character mm-hmm. that run did. So. Which I see a lot of people bring up when they uh, badmouth like the new Iron Fist runs and stuff for being too dark. So, yeah. Anyway, that's a tangent. Either way, I'm annoyed at Quippy Danny, but whatever. Let's keep reading the issue. So they start fighting. Um, well, Shang Chi also apparently fed up with Quippy Danny. Yeah, he's saying he <laughs> you bring dishonor to Kung Fu with your constant quipping. So I I didn't know these. Uh, they retain their personality when they're possessed. We're probably just not to think about it, not supposed to think about it too much. It's just there for humor. Um, and Danny's in a monologue again. He's like the only person in the world who can probably take me down in a battle of kung in a kung fu battle, and he's going to get himself possessed by some sort of supernatural Jim Jones who wants me dead. 
And, well, actually, if we go back to Bendis' run, Wolverine took him down at a Kung Fu battle, so there's that. Remember? (laughs) I will. That was awful. That was one of the worst things I've read. Um, Anyway. referring to the episode where, issue rather, where then after he supposedly beat Danny, uh, Squirrel Girl kicked Wolverine's butt, wasn't you? Yeah, yeah, the sparring one. Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah. Um, so if I want a chance from walking away from this, as Shang-Chi delivers a heart-crushing thunder punch to that one sounds lethal. Of Danny. Yes, it does, and it looks like it caused them some pain. The next panel, he's bent over, clutching his side, like he's about to chuck biscuits. I have to stop thinking of Shang-Chi as a friend. I need to stop holding back. I was talking like William Shatner. I need to stop holding back. And he does a... Great uh, Tiger uppercut. From yep. Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just, there's just more talking, like... Just lame stuff that's already been said in this issue. Like, oh, you don't want to fight me... Chatter, chatter. And anyway, then uh, Shang-Chi does a Black Eagle dives at Prey. And then we have... Well, all of this fighting's been really awesome. And then we have uh, one of those really awesome double-page spreads of them fighting. There's all of these panels in the background of them fighting each other. And in the foreground, there's three... There's three drawings of them fighting each other. Um, it's kind of hard to describe, but... I'm assuming you've read this issue, so you will know what we're talking about. If not, then I highly recommend you stop listening to this and go read the issue now. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there's uh, some re- really cool I, shots I would there, Shang Chi. Very good money for that real art. Mm. That needs to be a poster right there. Let's be honest. Take those word bubbles out. Yeah. I'm, I'm really not a fan of Danny. Like, why are his iron fist lit up? And how is he punching Shang Chi with the iron fist, and Shang Chi isn't getting laid out? Like they're treating, like the iron fist. The iron fist is the thing that's supposed to be used, and when it's used, something happens. And it, here it's just being used willy nilly, and it's not actually giving his punches any more power. I really hate when they do that, and I don't know why they're doing that here. Yeah, the the great tiger, the great tiger uppercut is he's full lit and connects. You think that would put Shang Chi into another planet? I mean, all his other attempted blows, Shang Chi actually got out of the way, but in that one, he does connect. So it's like it doesn't make any sense. And I'm not saying like I'm not saying this is Shang on Shang Chi's side. I'm saying I feel like the artist is just. It's supposed to be a kung fu battle, and the artist has just drawn Danny's fist being lit up. Yeah. Because Danny has used his fist like this in his run, but that's been against other chi users, you know? So here it's just like he's hitting Shang-Chi with these iron fists, and it's just being treated like normal blows. (sighs) And it also implies that to be equal with Shang-Chi, iron fist needs to have his fists active all the time, which really bugs me as well, because uh, they're equal with each other without Danny having to use his iron fists. Right. The Iron um, Fist is what edges Danny over Shang-Chi, not what makes him equal. Yes, exactly. Um, 
So like that 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 really bugged me this issue. Well, this fight apparently yeah. also really bugged the seer who decided Just, to magically electrically throw some type of crate at both of them because he'd have enough. Screaming. I mean, Danny's hands are like Ghost Rider at this point. <laughs> it's just, they're just always on fire now. He's going to start shooting beams at people, and they're going to start burning, going, oh, my soul. Well, you got to wonder if they're kind of taking that from the Netflix show when we saw the World War One Iron Fist battling soldiers with both bracelets lit up constantly. I don't know. They could, <coughs> but I don't I don't think that would be the case. Let's hope not. Yeah. I mean they've already they've already done some pretty crappy things copying the show in um other comics. <sighs> Specifically Daredevil. Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> so they've been so- hired to kill Iron Fist, not play with him. And Danny's uh both just say ablaze for no apparent reason, and the, he's just talking, and they're just saying words which are not even worth repeating, honestly, because they're just saying the same thing. Like he's just—I uh, don't know what Choshin's Cho- paying you to come at me like this, but I hope it's worth the beating I'm going to bring down on you, no matter how many of your brainwashed zombies you try to bring between yourself and me. Your friend was right, you talk too much. What was the point of that entire exchange? It is just wasting my time. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is all things they've said before. Well, this part is kind of important that follows next, where Seer then turns and says, they're not brainwashed, nor are they zombies. They are the sight. Together we are a network sharing skills amongst one another. So pretty much yeah. they're the martial art equivalent of the Borg. For example, your friend's martial art skills, as we get a flack from the next panel of someone roundhouse, are charging ox front kick third form to Danny's face. They now belong to all of us. So everyone yeah. there now has Shang-Chi's martial art training. Now Danny can line up his fists. Right. But this <laughs> then, is but this is the panel where they're not winning up for some reason. So <laughs> Well his concentration got broken by the charging yeah. max front kick to the puss. Wow. So here goes in a way we raise each we each raise one another. We become better versions of ourselves as part of the site. And he's like, boom! You possess them. No one is here because they want to be. You've given them no choice. And of course, typical bad guy. I have given them purpose. The site. Finish him now. Take Iron Fist down. Extra yep. rations for the one who takes his life. Yeah, what the hell? Like, yeah. is he just, just, uh, actually, they're implying they're eating him. That's right, yeah. Are they? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. That's what I felt like it was, but I could be wrong. And, uh, yeah, Danny just books it. <laughs> well, this is the He's funny like, part. Now he charges his fist and then jumps out a window. <laughs> yeah. And then it's, uh, I don't know. It's, let's, let's keep going. Um, so he runs off. Uh, 
he's saying like he's trying to outdistance himself, look for an advantage, and he uses Viper Protect's nest and punches sort of two of them away. And he's saying their style, it's sloppy. They may have Shang-Chi's knowledge, but they don't have his training. So they know, yeah, they know how to do everything, but they obviously don't have the body muscle right. memory to pull it off you, properly. If you remember from the issue before, Shang-Chi even said the further the person gets away from the seer, the weaker the connection becomes. Ah, right. So here's his whole purpose here, trying to book away from the hub, rather, of the seer. Yeah. So he's trying then to get we- some distance. They're coming at him from all angles. Uh, against great fight panels. Yeah. Uh, they find yeah. him again as he's booking through like a truck yard. Kill, kill, there's a waning crescent moon kick. And uh, so this first panel here, where there's three kill world bubbles and he's in a monologue so much for getting some distance. What's happening in there? Oh, um, I see what's happening now. I was looking at it reverse. Yeah, they're just charging I th- I th- on top of I thought the black was the objects and the blue was the sky. That Because I was really confused. I'm like, the hell is that? But yeah, no, that makes a lot more sense now. So they've all they've all grouped on Danny. They've all hopped up him, hopped on him. Uh, Danny just kind of explodes, says get off, and uses snow target temple strike. And he's both standing there with his two glowing. Yeah. Yep. And then Shang-Chi kicks him into the truck, and then Danny punches him with a lit iron fist. Doesn't really do anything. Um, yeah, so, <coughs> yeah, so Danny gets distracted. He thinks by, sh- by shutting him down, maybe I can remove Shang-Chi and the others yeah. from his control. In the shutting the seer down. Yeah, he hears... The sizzle of the seer's power. He turns to say, what? Shang-Chi says, amateur, and cracks him dead in the face. Yep. Setting him down to the ground. And there we have the seer standing in between two 18-wheelers with them levitating in the air with electricity flowing around them, saying, you are a fool to run Iron Fist.'" Hew him in, my flock, but keep your distance. And then Iron Fist makes some very rational yeah, comments here. Why? He points out yeah, why go why go to all this trouble if he can possess someone with just by touching them. So he can just possess Danny and get him to slit his own throat. But why why has he not done that? Why has he got possessed everyone else but Danny? Um and, like, he could have approached him in a crowd and just touched him, got him to kill himself, and, you know, the seer goes, yep, you're right, but we wanted it to be big. We wanted people to see, to know who we are. We wanted to make an impact. And at that rate, he, like, throws a truck on him, and uh, the, the seer's like, yep, that's dealt with, but, of course, Danny's iron fist punched through the truck, and then punch out of the truck, because his chi eats metal for breakfast, as he says. And well, he clocks... It's a little more dramatic than that in the comments. Well, it is a bit more dramatic, yes. But, I mean, I'm assuming people have read it, so... 
I didn't feel the need to act out the sound effects and everything, but if you want to, go nuts. <laughs> Although it's just the the comment before where they hear the noise slowly making its way through the entire 18-wheeler, um, and Seer is standing there like, that's not possible, I crushed him, he should be dust, and then the back doors explode off of the 18-wheeler, and uh, the Seer yells, stop him. And he's like, dropping trucks on me, really? My cheese metal for breakfast. As he connects with a scorching sun blitz punch to the seer's face, knocking out his nose ring, and it looks like ripping off half of his bottom lip, because that's just disgusting looking. Wasn't his, yeah, his lip always had weird, like, I feel like he's a, he's like a melting person or something. I don't know. This is really scabby. Yeah. So, anyway, he's down. And Iron Fist is saying, please work, as he's now being jumped by all the sight and Shang-Chi. And Shang-Chi, still with yellow eyes, is like, you shall pay with your life for harming the... And then the yellow eyes are gone, and he's going, I, I yeah. don't know what's happening. So we go later, everything's all chummy, they've called in the department. version of the shield, I'm guessing, from what it looks like. I don't know, yeah, it's apartment H. I'm sure that's a thing that someone knows, probably Rebecca knows it, I don't know what apartment H is though. Um, but they, they're keeping the seer in stasis until they know for sure that his control's been broken. I would just keep him in stasis forever, but... <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like... Yeah, we'll put big, like, mittens on him so he can't touch anyone. I don't know. Uh, but if he's like, he was you know. in charge of, of Department H, I think he would just order up the guy lobotomy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then there'd be a big event about it. Yes. And everyone would be like, ooh, shades of grey, heroes, ooh, do we trust each other, blah, blah, blah. Like every Marvel event, and it'd be really boring and obnoxious and pretentious. And just would write it all with teenage dialogue. Yeah, definitely. Would be full of angst, <laughs> and and there would be the obligatory sealess character death, quote unquote death. Anyway, that happens in every event, and then they end up getting brought back later on. So who cares? Um, Call it the weeding maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> I call it the shitty riding maneuver, which I guess you could call that the weeding maneuver, but. To be fair, I've only seen uh, Whedon's Avengers stuff. I haven't seen his other stuff, so which I've heard is okay. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Joss the Giant Forehead Whedon. We're here to talk about Iron Fist. So, I mean, seriously, have you seen that guy's head? He looks like Homer Simpson. Like, his head just goes up. <laughs> so Department H leaves with the seer and Shang-Chi... Uh, I was talking with Danny, saying, I want to apologize for attacking you. I hope I didn't hurt you too badly. I feel. And Danny's just like, it's okay. First of all, you came to save me from those whacked-out cultists. Without you, I could have been much worse. Second, you were being mind-controlled. Happened to the best of us. Besides, I think I held my own pretty well. I was worried maybe I'd hurt you. 
it wouldn't be virtuous of me to point out that I'm pretty sure it was you who was on the losing end of that fight. Wow, you really think you had the upper hand? They call me the master of Kung Fu for a reason. It's not very humble, Shang-Chi. <laughs> anyway, he's like, I've, I've had, I've about had my fill of Kung Fu masters these days. Hopefully not, because they'll make for a pretty boring comic if they just stop putting Kung Fu in it. <laughs> but honestly, thanks for your help. I need to get back home to check on things and find out who else is out to kill me. Next issue, Snakes and Tigers. Now, going back, uh, when Danny says happens to the best of us, did you also think of when Danny was mind-controlled to fight Chang chi Danny was mind-controlled by Shang-Chi. It happened in... It happened in Black Panther. He was mind-controlled by, I think, a dragon to fight Shang-Chi. No, he was mind-controlled to fight Black Panther, not Shang-Chi. What am I talking about? Right. No, it was just Black Panther. Oh, okay. Of course, Black Panther is the biggest Gary Stewart of the Marvel Universe. He can do everything ever, so he beat Danny, but whatever. Um, seriously, I don't like Black Panther. He's like the Batman of Marvel. Like, he just, he just has all this ridiculous tech. He always beats everyone up. He's too perfect. He's flawless, even though he's only human. Nah, he's uh, not, though. They just kind of leaked out that he isn't. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know oh, okay. that. The, uh, vibranium. No. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're blaming it all on vibranium. The vibranium that is so rich in Wakanda has leached into all of the vegetables. <laughs> the, the vegetables also being oh eaten by all the animals basically means anything you eat in Wakanda, vegetable or meat, has the vibranium mineral effects in it. So, I don't know if, this has been going a- on for hundreds of years. So the people of Wakanda physically are stronger than normal humans. I don't know if that's the dumbest retcon ever or if that's like a really awesome retcon. Mad, like just super juiced up vegetables making everyone superhuman. Don't know what to tell you. But it's, yeah. The vegetables are. Everything, the grass, the trees, everything. And so the animals eat the grass, and then the tigers eat the animals, and then they kill and eat the tigers, and they eat that. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, a whole cycle going on here. Yeah. Well, thanks, for info. Um, so that's, he's, uh, he's now the more considered you know. an enhanced human. To add to the big list. So... Uh, next issue well, is issue 73. Batman is an enhanced, enhanced human now. They're, they're uh, saying that he's technically not normal. Yeah, didn't we talk about this? I feel like we talked about this. I can't remember if it was on air or not, so to speak. But, yeah. I mean, on the one hand, like, it makes a lot of sense because Batman's just doing stuff and has been doing stuff for a long time that humans shouldn't be able to do. And not in an Indiana Jones sort of way. Because you all know Indiana Jones might have died a million times from like disease, but in a you know ridiculous bullcrap kind of way that you can't even have a pulpy suspension of disbelief that Batman is human. But on the other hand, Batman being human is one of the things 
about his character. So it's kind of like a mixed bag. I just wish, can you just write the guy properly? <laughs> that, that's what my thing is. Just write him with a consistent, you know, yes, okay, have him be in the Justice League, but have him be the brains and not just fighting huge monsters with everyone else, stuff like that, or constantly beating up every member of the Justice I don't know, it's just whatever. So you want, you want him to be more Reed Richards? I want him to be like he was back in the Bronze Age. <laughs> like a detective. And he was still best friends with Superman, but it wasn't ridiculous. Although then they broke up and it was really funny. Have you seen that panel? No. Where uh, Clark calls Alfred to talk to Bruce and Bruce says, tell him I'm not home. And Clark overhears that with the super hearing, and you just see a single tear stream down his face. <laughs> you're joking, right? <laughs> I'm I'm not joking. <laughs> I oh, have that gonna, panel you're somewhere. Have to put that in the show notes. Now. <laughs> yeah, I'll send that to you. Um, this is really funny. Anyway, uh, back to this issue. What did you think? The artwork mm-hmm. was fantastic. That's what I think. Yeah. Other than that, it was pretty much a filler issue. Yeah. Everything they did could have all been done last issue. Um. Yeah. I. I guess people can guess my. Thoughts on the issue, considering how angry I seem to be throughout that entire thing. <laughs> I wasn't... I agree with Carl. The art was phenomenal. I and the was coloring. really... not just the art. And the, the coloring. Art. We got to start... Yeah, we got to start giving credit to the colorers. Um, <sighs> yeah, it... I just don't think it was very good. I really hated the dialogue. Mm-hmm. I thought it was crap, to be honest. Like, I just thought it wasn't well written at all. I thought it was just dumb. Um, the, yeah, the dialogue really annoyed me. The Danny using his iron fists. God. Like, just, just, yeah, just willy nilly. Like, the iron fist stops being cool when, when you do it, it like that. A yeah, exactly. The Iron Fist should be used for special purposes. His chi should be used for special purposes, not just for constantly doing... Like, I mean, he punched Shang-Chi and it did nothing with his Iron Fist. What's right. even the point of having the Iron Fist? Right. You know, he, even, uh, he even punched the seer and only knocked him out cold. Should have knocked his head off his shoulders. Technically, yeah. the only time the Iron Fist should have been lit up in this entire issue is when the trucks came down that's it. Yeah. And I know he's used the Iron Fist before, like, against Hydra sometimes and stuff, but that's different, because it's an overwhelming force of bad guys, and usually he did something interesting with them. Um, All right, like, another a prime example. He's being swarmed by the sight. He yes. should have used the Iron Fist to do one of those ground punches and sent everyone flying. Instead, he's just got him lit up like freaking E.T.'s finger and lets everybody dogpile. Yeah. 
Well, he did. He did throw them off afterwards with the Iron Fist. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and that really bugged me. I know that might sound a nitpick, but really, this is Iron Fist. I don't think it's a nitpick at all. I think it's pretty important because it's it's his thing. It's like, um, yeah, the Iron Fist is Danny's thing. It's like Spider Man's webs, sort of. It's like Ghost Rider, Penance, there, everybody, as soon as you meet some, just, uh, you're guilty of something. <laughs> yeah, no, talk about, uh, I still haven't finished that Danny Catcher on. Talk about a weird downward turn in the, the confused Carl. We got cyborgs. We got a million backstories for Zarathos. All of them are different. Just kill me. Like, it's just. I don't know why you're trying to do it. I so gave up on that book. It's ridiculous. <sighs> I've given up, but I plan to go back because, well, I want to know what the hell's going I, on when I, I want read. to torture myself. <laughs> well, I'm only reading it for Blaze because I want to know how Zarathos got all the penance stare stuff and how they just completely changed his power set that Danny catches. That's what I'm trying to read it for. Um, but whatever, this isn't a ghost writer podcast. Or is it? Um, but yeah, well, I guess that's our thoughts on the issue. I was disappointed. That being said, I'm looking forward to the next issue, especially since if they continue with this fist happy trend, because we all remember in the first fight with Sabretooth that Danny didn't have access to his chi, and he was also blinded, which made it a really awesome fight. So let's see if Danny weighs his hands around like glowing candlesticks in the next one. Because if, if he does, I will be upset. <laughs> I'll be very upset. Yeah. I sent that picture, by the way, Carl. Yes, I see it. I'm laughing at it now. <laughs> it's very 1980s right there. I love how I love how Batman's wearing the costume, but Clark's not. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I'll put that in the show notes. Don't worry, people. Um. Yeah, so next time will be either Iron Fists or Defenders. Probably Iron Fists. Uh, I hope you guys... Honestly, enough, let me talk right now about next issue real quick. Sabretooth is coming back. We haven't got to the issues yet. I mean, we've covered Iron Iron Fist and Sabretooth's first meeting, which is Sabretooth's first appearance in Iron Fist 14, where he's a smuggler. Whatever. Um, in the follow-up appearances of Sabretooth with Iron Fist in Power Man and Iron Fist, Sabretooth is a disgusting, worthless, piece of garbage rapist. Yeah, and I mean, that is Sabretooth, generally. Right. <laughs> but then... I don't... There was so much... Sabretooth has gone through more retcons than anybody other than probably Wolverine's messed up history. Yeah, god damn. Who he was. (laughs) Because, I mean, in Iron Fist 14, Sabretooth is not a mutant. Sorry. The following three to four Power Man and Iron Fist issues, Sabretooth is still not a mutant. That he does work with Constrictor though. Yes. 
Um, I can't remember the exact timeline. If yeah, I don't, uh, I'm not sure. I don't think Sabretooth was a villain of the X Men at that point. I'm pretty sure he wasn't, but he's not as different as you think. I no. mean, there's the mutant thing, but I mean, in terms of retcons, he still was a mutant at that point. They never say he's not a mutant. <laughs> And they well, do he, say his claws like tear into people and stuff. Right. They, yeah, they always give him the razor sharp claw thing. The he, well, I shouldn't say he didn't have. He wasn't a mutant. He didn't have a mutant healing factor. He could have been a mutant with the animal senses and stuff like that, but he did not have a yeah. mutant healing factor. To the point where there's an actual issue of Spider-Man, where Black Cat totally shreds him with her claws and he's running around for like two full issues covered head to toe with band-aids to the point where it's <laughs> pathetic looking uh by black cat well that's embarrassing yeah uh it would sh- it will be interesting to see with this whole what is it called where nobody knows who they are what was the reborn or whatever? What's it called? Huh? The Marvel thing where they rebooted everybody. Nobody knows who they are. No, they no, that was just Daredevil. Just Daredevil. Nobody else. Yeah, which sucks. Oh, and Spider Man got that treatment a while ago. Um, but no, people still remember who Danny is and stuff. It wasn't everyone. I'm just, I'm just wondering. If Danny's gonna remember Sabretooth? Oh, he will. There's, the, the, Danny's history is still intact. Like, he still remembers everything. It's just, uh, from what I understand, Daredevil's the only one who's gone under that treatment. And Daredevil still remembers everything. He still knows that Natasha's Black Widow. They still dated. But somehow, like, Black Widow doesn't know that he's Matt Murdock anymore. Spider-Man doesn't know that he's Matt Murdock. Kingpin doesn't know. God damn it. What have you monsters done so how did this magically happen i don't know apparently it was a decent explanation rebecca was saying i think that's something to do with damon hellstrom uh. um so it was probably better than one more day can we bring aunt may back it's like man she has been dying since issue six of spider-man you just gotta let her go peter <coughs> she has been old and frail for 40 years it just oh, doesn't seem like a good life that was my biggest yeah. disappointment when they started Ultimate Spider-Man. You know, the original Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, like they what, back in... 90-something, I think. Yeah. I was what about so it? hoping with the whole twist alternate universe that Aunt May was the one who was going to pass away and Uncle Ben was going to then help raise Peter. I thought that would have been a fantastic twist but well, the, they didn't. The idea was they were just retelling the classic stories for new readers. Um, yeah. And Spider-Man's kind of the only one that they didn't butcher, really. Which is funny because it was written by Bendis, <laughs> and like that was that was easily the best run out of all the Ultimate runs. Um. Anyway, how did we get here? I don't. Mad tangents. I hope you guys enjoyed it, because in my opinion, these tangents were more interesting than the issue, so uh, 
But I, I just, I was really disappointed with this issue. I hope that it gets better with Sabretooth because I'm not really excited anymore. If, if the Shang-Chi team up was lame, that's like Shang-Chi. How does that, how is that, how can you make that lame? So. Again, the art, that, art was great. The story was the weak point here. Yep. Art, coloring, great. Not even the story. The story is fine. It was just the dialogue and the writing. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I think that's all I have to say about that. Until next time. Yep, may both of your fists constantly become onto things like iron. Like, even if you're just driving, you light those babies up like they're candlesticks. And, yeah. Next time we'll be discussing why it's that issue number eight. (laughs) (laughs) And how their whole numbering system is wrong. Yeah, we will be talking about that. <laughs> Don't you worry. Um, so, yeah. Have fun, guys. Peace. Bye. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. And I would like to thank Thomas Tissot for letting us use his Iron Fist theme song for the start of our show. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening.